0: Grace and peace to you from God, our Creator, and the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, sisters and brothers in Jesus Christ, today is the 7th of February, 2021. Our family worship service commences at 9 o'clock, and you are most welcome to come and join us as family worship service. The proceedings unfold before us today. The theme of our family worship service on this Covenant and Commitment Sunday is, Our God is Committed to Us. For our God is a faithful God. Our readings coming to us today from the Holy Scriptures and from the book of Genesis, chapter 32, verse 9 to 12. And the verse that we have singled out to share some thoughts with you this morning is verse 12. I'm going to read the verse to you as it is written in the Holy Scriptures and as the Holy Scriptures bring these verses to us. But you have said... I will surely make you prosper and will make your descendants like the sand of the sea, which cannot be counted. This is the word of the Lord. And so our second reading comes to us from the Gospel according to St. John, chapter 12, verses 20 to 28. And the verse that we have singled out to share some thoughts with you is verse 27. Verse 27 reads as follows. Now my heart is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. No, it was for this very reason I came to this hour. This is the good news of Jesus Christ. And so, friends, these are the uh, two readings which we would like to focus on on this Covenant and Commitment Sunday. But come, let us join together in prayer. Guide us, O God, by your word and by the Holy Spirit, that in your light we may see light, and that in your truth we may find freedom. And so let the meditation of my heart be pleasing and acceptable in your sight, my rock and my redeemer. And so we pray this prayer in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, to him with you and the Holy Spirit, one blessed God, be glory. And unending praise. Amen. Just a reminder of our text this morning, our text, Genesis chapter 32, verses 9 to 12, and the gospel according to St. John chapter 12, verses 20 to 28. Our God is a faithful God, or our God is committed to us. And so, brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, This week was a week of commitment and a week of prayer in the UCCSA as we make our way to this Sunday, which we called Covenant and Commitment Sunday. The week has helped members of the UCCSA to reflect on their commitments and the commitments that we make and how these commitments shape and how these commitments form our lives. Many people commit themselves to many things. Someone most recently said to me, I have committed myself to become a young, successful entrepreneur and I want to be the best in my field. From our experiences, we know that to be successful and to be the best in your field of study or in your career comes with hard work. Some people say that the opportunity to be young and successful just came at the opportune moment or the opportune time. And I grabbed it with both my hands. While some other people say that it came with a lot of sweat, it came with a lot of tears. It came with a lot of family support and parental guidance or sometimes it came with sheer good luck. But not only does people commit themselves to become young and successful entrepreneurs or the best in their field of study, people also commit themselves to their marriage and married life, commit themselves to their partners, people commit themselves to being in a relationship and to respect the dignity, diversity and rights of the other, other people and groups of people. People also commit themselves to their families and the prosperity of their families. People also commit themselves to being in a relationship or for being single for a while. People commit themselves to social justice issues or to be honest and fair in their interpersonal, professional and academic relationships and they respect the work of others. People commit themselves to be subjected to court orders or court orders of the constitutional court, the rule of law and democratic processes to eradicate gender-based violence and to clean up the corruption and the corrupt activities of individuals in our government. There are many commitments that we as members of the UCCSA reflected upon. And the Church challenged the South African and all people to reflect upon the current pandemic of corruption in our government as revealed by the State Capture Commission, to reflect upon the pandemic of gender-based violence in COVID-19. And so, friends, when God meets human beings and confronts them with their need to turn to God The expectation from God is that we as human beings will honor our relationship with God once we have committed ourselves to God. In our text, Genesis chapter 32 verse 12, verse 9 to verse 12, my apologies. Jacob was honoring his relationship with God and he was returning home upon God's instructions And with Jacob's returning home, God set in motion a process of reconciliation between Jacob and his brother Esau. When Jacob left home, he left behind broken and fractured and bad relationships. But despite the divine intervention, it is clear from Jacob's prayer that he was scared out of his mind. He was scared that Esau would come, harm and hurt him, harm and hurt his family, and at worst, wipe them all out. Jacob was afraid that Esau would exact vengeance for what he has done to his brother years ago. Coming closer to home, Jacob felt that his life and the lives of his family was under threat. And so he asked God to save him from his brother Esau's wrath. Reconciliation with his brother was under serious threat. And I suppose all of this, the threat on his life, and the reality of a possible fail to reconcile with his brother, would have been well deserved. But Jacob had returned home because of God's faithfulness to him, in a foreign land, and because of God's faithfulness and commitment to him, Jacob was willing to to stake everything on his belief that God will carry out all He has promised Jacob, and that God will carry out everything that God had promised him. Therefore, in face with danger, and a heart being filled. His heart being filled with fear that all might be lost, including his life, he continued with his journey homeward. But his journey is accompanied by prayerfulness. In prayer, Jacob reminded God of fulfilling past promises to him and the commitment that God made to him. And so in his conversation with God, he spoke his mind and he said to God, But you have said, I will surely make you prosper and make your descendants like the sand of the sea which cannot be counted, verse 12. With uncertainty in his heart, whether Esau had truly forgiven him and that he might even be killed by his brother Jacob knew that God will remain faithful and that God will remain committed to his promises and that his safety and the safety of his family is actually not in his hands, but in the hands of God. Therefore, there is a belief and there is an expectation today that when you are servant of God, that it does not matter what may come your way, that when we have committed ourselves to and decided to get involved in eradicating gender-based violence, or to clean up corruption in government, or consciously consciously choose to do right, and we remain consistent with what is to be considered moral and right, and we do not act out of selfish interest, God will remain committed to us. God will remain faithful to us. Therefore, it is no wonder that Tule Madunsela received the French knighthood for her fight against corruption and for upholding the rule of law, whilst Makozi Koza was spewed out by the system, and all that she wanted to do was to uphold the rule of law. Now Makosi Koza and her children must be put up with death threats. The corridors, the corridors of power in parliament spewed out, these powers in the corridors of Parliament will crumble like a cookie in the future. The cookie had already begun to crumble, I suppose. The challenge that the Holy Scriptures place before us today is that real servants of God fulfill their responsibilities, real servants of God keep their promises, and real servants of God complete their commitments. Servants don't get discouraged when the going gets tough, leave the work half undone, or even decides to quit. As servants of God, we remain trustworthy and we remain dependable. Most people don't know the meaning of commitment today and become unfaithful for the slightest of reasons. And in their unfaithful actions, they don't show any remorse, they don't show any regrets, and there is no hesitation to provide a myriad of reasons about why and what caused their unfaithfulness or caused the breaking of their commitments. Jesus found himself in a similar situation. A company of Greeks had, to, had had came to Philip with a request to see Jesus. In a roundabout way, the request reached the ears of Jesus.
1: But it was a
0: request that upset Jesus very much, and Jesus became very agitated with the Greeks who requested this meeting with him. Jesus' behavior stands now in contrast with the response that Julius Malema got when Malema sought an audience with Jacob Zuma. Zuma happily and merrily agreed to meet Malema. But upon hearing the request from the Greeks, a cry slipped over the lips of Jesus Christ. A cry that we later hear in Gethsemane. Jesus said, Now my heart is troubled, then what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. No, it was for this very reason. I came to this hour. And so in this meeting with Jesus, the Greeks came to offer Jesus a possible way around the cross, a sweet temptation at the time, because Jesus was on the way to the cross. But our Savior and our Lord recommitted himself to the cross for you, and he recommitted himself to the cross for me. He recommitted himself to the cross for the world and for humanity's sins. And so, he did so with these words. It was for this reason I came to this hour. Faithfulness or commitment is a rare quality in the lives of many people. And so, can you and me be counted on when we commit ourselves to a relationship? When we commit ourselves to social justice issues or when we commit ourselves to Jesus Christ. Jesus died on the cross of Calvary and God raised him to life again. Can we be counted on to fulfill our promises and can we be counted on to keep our commitments? You can count on me, said Jesus. For an entire weekend the son was waiting for his dad to take him. On a fishing trip. In hope, he sat there on the doorstep, waiting for his dad to fetch him. You can count on me, said the late Whitney Houston. You can count on me not to act corruptly in the distribution of the COVID-19 vaccines for inoculation against COVID-19. You can count on me, you can't count on me to wait like the rest of our country, said one person who was inoculated outside of our country. But you can count on me to keep my social distance, wash my hands, or wear my mask. You can count on me in any situation where I must choose between right and wrong. I will consciously choose to do right. You can count on me, God, when you test my faithfulness. I will remain committed to you. And I know you will bless those and prosper them who remain committed to you like you have blessed Jacob, who based his plea on your faithfulness to him. Can you and me make this kind of commitment? If it is difficult and if it is challenging and if the answer does not come easy for us, then we need to do what Jacob did. We need to do what the Holy Scripture suggest. We need to fall on our knees and we need to pray and we need to say, Help us to remain committed to you, O God, and to remain faithful and true to that task or to the people. We have committed ourselves to, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Glory be to God, the faithful one. Glory be to Jesus Christ, the conqueror of all temptations. Glory be to the Holy Spirit who strengthens us in our resolve to remain committed and faithful. In Jesus' name, amen. Come, let us join together in prayer. Lord, I believe fully in your promises for me and I believe fully in your promises for my family. Lord, I believe fully in your promises for others and their families, for the spiritual family to whom I belong. Oh Lord, I believe fully in the promises for our country and our nation, for Africa and the world. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray this. Amen.